I'm in a lot of pain right now after what happened on Sunday. But all you people want to do is hear me talk, right? That's what, that's what you want, right? You want to hear me talk? I'll talk, but this is Max Friedman talking. Big merger, boss. A lot of important executives here tonight to watch your product. Would be a real shame if something bad happened. I wouldn't want to embarrass you, man. Speaking of embarrassing, you've been trying to sit down with me to hash things out for quite some time now, haven't you? Well, guess what? Too little, too late. Here's why. When this company first started, it was all friends wrestling. Everybody was handed a ticket, except for me. See, I had to write my own. And boy, do I have good penmanship, because I created moment after moment after moment for this company, and I still get no respect. Nobody is on my level. No one. Everything I touch turns to gold. There is nothing I can't do. Every time I come out here, I am not expected to hit home runs. I am expected to hit grand slams. And I do that shit on a weekly basis. See, all the other boys, they get to settle for being great. I have to be perfect because I'm the 26-year-old who is constantly held under a microscope because I'm the only guy who is capable of carrying this company on my back as I have for months. It's funny, it's funny I hear booze, but I also hear clapping. That's interesting, that's interesting. Where were you guys, where were you guys this whole weekend when you were calling me an unprofessional piece of shit? I'm just curious. You're not the only problem, no, it's the boys in the back too. Cause the boys in the back all want my spot. Well guess what, you want my, my spot, you can have it. Cause I don't wanna be here anymore. Now let's talk about you fans, huh? You people call yourself fans. You're not fans. You're uneducated marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. Opinions suck. Your opinions change at the drop of a dime, and then you pretend your new opinions are the same as your old. For example, man, I always knew MJF was a good wrestler. Really? That's interesting. Because last time I checked, you guys pretended I sucked in the ring for a long time. And why is that, huh? Because 
Because I'm not untrained like all your faves. Because I don't pretend to watch New Japan. Because I don't dump. Because I don't dump my opponents on their head. Because I'm not reckless. What is it? Is it because I'm not chasing star ratings, guys? What is it? How could I possibly be the best? Well, newsflash, I am the best. I'm the best in the world. Because I'm the only guy who makes you feel. And unlike all those boys, I don't got to do a bunch of bullshit to get you there. I am a generational talent. And you people consistently take me for granted. But it's not just you. It's the big man in the back, too. Here's something you guys can't take for granted. It's something he doesn't want you to know. Do you guys know who the second biggest minute-for-minute minute draw is in this entire company? Nope, you wish. It's me! It's me! And if you don't believe me, do me a favor. Ask that boy Tony in the back, see what he's got to say. But whatever you do, don't ask him to reach into his pockets and pay the man who's been busting his ass for him since day one. No, 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 no. Make sure he hoards all that money. Make sure he hoards all that money so he can give it to all the new ex-WWE guys he keeps bringing in. That can't lace my goddamn boots. Would you treat me better if I was an ex-WWE guy? See, maybe you don't get it, man. Here's the problem with you, boss. You got a position of power in a wrestling company when the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail with all of them. I don't want to wait till 2024, but you don't listen to me, so allow me to make it a little bit easier for you. Tony, I want you to fire me. Tony, don't tell me down, you piece of shit! Shut your mouth! Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I want you to fire me. You Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J. and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. 
the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. Wednesday night. All right, episode 450. I want to say six, six. of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. We're live to tape. We're actually live on Facebook and we're live on the rant, rantemradio.com. Streaming. Streaming, part of the Shining Wizards Network. And I'll get into the Wizards in a minute because Tony was a fucking godsend this past weekend. And, uh, and whatever Jimmy Ferrari's doing. So <laughs> Jimmy's got the Delta Bravo thing, which is fantastic. You know what Jimmy's doing? No. So Delta Bravo is this group that goes to famous sites where stuff was filmed. Okay. Like videos or movies or like, and he, they break it down like to the history of the block or the, the yeah. site. Oh yeah. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Cause he showed up a, a spot last week from, um, Godfather two. Okay. Where they, where they filmed where, um, I think where, uh, where, where pop got shot uh-huh. and the street over there out in the city. And they, they had a split screen and like, so whatever, man, it's cool. I'm not going to lie. You could say anything. I've, I've never seen any of the Godfathers. I know. I know. As a, as a New Yorker and. Aren't you like half Italian? I'm half Italian and not the, only the good half. <coughs> only good half. Rest but, in peace. Um, hey. But uh, never seen any of them. I tried watching Godfather 1, but I just. I don't even watch 3. Yeah, I heard that. All I right, heard so that. It, when you're ready. I'm not just gonna give you these because you know these get lent out and you know they come back to me. But when you're ready, yeah, I'll bless you with them and you, you fucking got, you got the. I have a whole box set. Yeah, we. Uh, it's funny. I was just saying this to the queen. I was like, because we were going through movies she hasn't seen, I haven't seen, and then like the movies I haven't seen are like landmark movies. Like you you're know. not the only one, man. I I've had this conversation with like my ex. She didn't see like. Top Gun and she yeah. didn't see like a bunch of eighties movies. I didn't see Top Gun until recently. Again, I'm six years old. I was six years eight <clears throat> older than her, but still, like, I saw the top. I just saw Maverick. Yeah, I heard that was really good. It was good, man. Yeah, I, I did. The, I, I did the matinee and I did the Apex uh, Theater at the Atrium. Okay. If you're gonna do something like that with sound, do the Apex. Spend the next like, three dollars oh, with the, with the, the entire yeah, yeah the entire room is covered in speakers. Yeah. You know, hey Shaylin, how are you? <laughs> um. Hey, what's up, Uptown Georgie? CPA Philly's calling with the glasses on. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> I love you, Georgie. Love you, Georgie. We, uh, um, was, can we play Shane Wynn's, uh gimmick? Yeah. I think Might as well, right? Because she's in the room. She's in the room. 
Fuck you! And Choppy's not here, so he can't complain about it. <laughs> Choppy's got a bad knee. He's got a boo-boo. I saw Godfather 3. I heard Coppola's daughter was dreadful. Forget about Coppola's daughter, Shaylin. That fucking movie was... N- n- oh, you got primetime players in there. You have, you know, De Niro. And yeah. They brought back his wife. They brought back... And they, Andy Garcia's in it. Yeah. And she said Coppola's daughter. Like, But still, like... But what's, but what's the disconnect? The disconnect is... It feels forced. Yeah. Okay, it was made, I think, in the early, late 80s, early 90s, and it feels forced. Like, you know, I was talking about this at work the other day. Like, you know, they're, they're redoing all these movies, and or they're giving all these movie sequels, right? And I was very upset about Top Gun. I'm like, if they if they fuck this up, yeah, it's going to ruin me. Yeah. But they tied up a 30-year story. Okay. Well. And then, like, my <clears throat> boss is like, well, let's, you know, let's do a... Let let's let them do a, a another sequel. I'm like, no, no, yeah. Because he builds a relationship with the with the with the other with the kid with Goose's son. I'm not even gonna get into it, but there was a, you know you can like now the Goose's son could be like the main character. I'm like, no, stop, stop. <laughs> let sleeping dogs lie. It's like you know with wrestling too. It's like you know you can't reinvent the wheel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can add shit to the wheel. You can add you know sexy spokes to it. You could do yeah. Say you can only do the same storyline. Shaylin said so it best. She, she she took my my line. If it ain't broke, yeah, don't fix it. I say that all the time. I've so. seen Goodfellas like a thousand times. I, I watched it again on Friday. So you know, I, I mean, Yoda. you know, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's just it's just, it just one of those movies like Star Wars. Never seen it. You know, uh, all right, Star Wars. I'll, I'll throw you a bone. If you're not a sci-fi guy, I'll throw you a bone. Yeah, but like, <clears> other... I kind of am a sci-fi guy. A sci-fi guy. Then, but... then, then fucking shame on you. Yeah, when you, I have the entire box set sitting in front of you. Like, when you're ready for, when you're ready, I'll, I think, I'll I think bless it's, you. I all think this. it's too far gone. I think it's just too. No, far you're gone. not. There's too many movies. Jay, well, you, the fifth, you have Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Then, do, pace yourself. <laughs> because you now you can you can do you can do, um. Rogue One, then you do the first three, which is at, which is basically the four, five, and six, and then go watch the prequels, and then watch the fucking three at the end. And yeah. then you have the Han Solo thing. Yeah. There's a whole animated series that you can... Isn't it an Obi-Wan now? Obi-Wan's in his third episode. I didn't watch the third episode yet, but yeah. it's fucking great. And then they, But those are like short stories. You don't have to worry about that. That's ten years. Uh, Obi-Wan is ten years after uh, Revenge of the Sith, yeah. after Anakin becomes... I got, a, I got a good friend who's uh, he's a boss now in sanitation. And he laughs. He goes, "How we're the same age? How did, yeah. this was our generation? How did you not see it?" I was like, "I was too busy chasing girls and playing sports as a teenager." <laughs> no, I, I, I was, and it's, and I mean, it's not entirely true. No, I split my time because like, I, like my dad watched it, my but it was just, yeah, it, it, never, it just never, it never transferred over. And and the kids are like um, impressionable still, so you can. Get away with sitting with yeah. them and watching something like that, you know? Dylan's into Harry Potter. He's, he's Harry Potter's great, too. Just recently got into Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's great, too. Um, but, like, I when I was a kid, uh, I didn't have a lot. So I would, I had cousins who had, like, you know, laser disc players and finished basements with the paneling and all that. Yeah. I had friends who had VCRs. And, I mean, I got all that stuff eventually, but... I didn't get all that stuff right away. So I was like, you know, I didn't see Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie of all time. Okay. And I th- that came out when I was five. It came out in 80. So I didn't see Star Wars in 77. Yeah. I, ha- I saw Star Wars in 80 with Empire Strikes Back. And then 83 was um, Return of the Jedi. 
And this isn't like today where you're like, oh, I haven't seen it. And then you could see it in days. You got to wait. You got to wait. Or yeah. you got to, you know, it's, yeah. it would have special showings. It's like wrestling. You had to wait for shit, you know. Yeah. And we're going to get into We got a lot to talk about, man. Yeah. So I, I didn't tell everybody why you were. You want to tell everybody why you weren't here last week? Or you want to wait till it's finalized? You want to wait? Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. All right. Knowing me. but Because everybody's like, hey, where's Jay? I'm like, I'll let Jay tell you where he was. Yeah. So we'll wait till that. If that, that all goes through and, you know, we'll knock it on. It should go. I don't have any wood, but I'll knock on this table. Yeah. I'll so knock on my head. Knock on your head. You got wood in the head. So, yeah, Choppy's not here. He's got a boo-boo, like I said. So, whatever. Um, and we knock it out so we can, I guess, start, start a weekend off. Um, it's been the longest three-day work week of my life. Really? A lot of stuff going on at work. Um, and uh, so, I was like, all right. And uh, so, I'm glad it's over. Got home last night. I was like, you know what? You, we got the throwback. I have to took took care of that, and then I started, yeah, I, I kind of it was funny. <clears throat> Phil Phil sends out the text, and you know it was like I was like I'll get back to you, and then I didn't get back until the day after, which is kind of you know par for the course for me. And I was sitting there. It was like nine o'clock at night. I was like, and I was I was circling through the the network, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I know with SummerSlam coming up. I was like, I know thirty years. You know, for SummerSlam '92, I was like, let's let's start chronicling the storyline going in, and and it's this is we should have did it sooner per se, per se but either way, it, it, this is a good episode to pick up because it kind of ties everything together, and you know, Bulldogs doing his thing, Bret Hart's the champion at the time, so we're, we're doing su- Superstars June 6, '92, and yeah, and in the in the heart in the heart of Papa Shango against. Uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. We'll get into all that. Yeah. Um, but it it's been a week for wrestling, actually. It's even with this morning, this morning I'll I'll come to New Japan in a few minutes. But um, I woke up at four a.m. and could not go back to sleep. Oof. Fucking around with the phone, I saw Robert posted. Uh, uh, hey, who you got tonight? Today, for it was because it was the finals of the Super Juniors. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! I thought it was Saturday. It's today. Mm-hmm. So I just stayed up and watched it. <laughs> yeah, like I just stayed up and I watched it, and we have new Bullet Club members. We got a a, fa- uh, a turn. There's a there was a return. Uh, well, the return I, I I kind of I think I seen. I, I I didn't know any new Bullet Club members, so this is this is gonna be breaking news for me as well. All right, so there was a uh, six man tag. Um, what is it? I'll tell you right now. So well, I guess we'll just couple, we'll stop with Japan first. Start, yeah. So, Jay White was teasing that we we got some stuff going on. Yeah. Okay. So, the second match of the night had Ace Austin teaming up with Alex Zane and I think Wheeler Utah against some of that, whatever, whatever. Um, let me pull up the results here. So, it was, um, oh, the first match was Oiwa versus Hamna. Oiwa is a, a young boy that they're really big on. Okay. So he's so it was Alex Zane, Wheeler Utah, Ace Austin, you know from Impact, he's the exhibition champion, and El Lindemann versus the New Japan Dojo guys, Clark Connors, um, Robbie Eagles. It, it was basically Clark Connors and Chaos. Yeah. It was Clark Connors, Teton, and Yo, and Robbie Eagles. So at the end of the match, well, it wasn't at the end of the match, but then the next match, they, so they, they, they lost. That they so the chaos team won. Second match was Master Watto and Taguchi defeating Akira and TJP. That was um the uh, United Empire guys. 
Uh, Kanemaru and Z- ZSJ beat Show and Evil. That was actually a four-minute match with a cross-armbreaker they won it with. Huh. More United Empire, Aaron Hanare, Great Khan, and Jeff Cobb beat. Uh, they lost to Bullet Club, El Fantasmo, Chase Owens, and Bad Luck Fale. So I'll tie it in right there. Let me bring that up. So... um. Just as Aaron Hanare was setting up Phantasmo for the Streets of Rage, Austin came in, took a swing at the champion, uh-huh. but met with sudden death and pulled out a card out of his sleeve with the Bullet Club playing card on it. Isn't that something? Yeah, and they welcomed. So now Alex ain't, um, Ace, Dolan, Ace Austin is in the Bullet Club. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then Bushi, Naito, and Takaji beat Duki, Takamichinoku, and Taichi. And then... Um, and then Jado, Tamatanga, Toriano, and Okada, the world champ, defeated Bullet Club, Gato, Ishimori, Doc Gallows, and Jay White. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, what do you call it? There was, and then, of course, uh, Takahashi won his third consecutive best of Super Juniors. He beat El Desperado. Ain't that something. Amazing <laughs> match. He went 30 minutes. Um, but... There was uh so Doc um what's his face is supposed to show up um with Doc Gallows. Carl Anderson couldn't show up. So Kenta. Returned. Oh it was, it was Kenta, it was nice. Kenta, yeah. It was Kenta. So Kenta's back and uh that was cool. Um so they're setting up for Dominion, which is I believe next week. Uh let me run down that card real quick and then I got some forbidden door news. Um Let's see here. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I, and Forbidden Door is what, three weeks away? Yeah, at the end of the month. Yeah. So I'm going to order it. I know it's a Sunday night, but I want to order it. You guys are welcome to come over. I always invite everybody, you know, but uh, it's a match lineup. Osaka, yeah, it's Dominion. T- tonight, t- this morning was in the Budokan, so I was very excited. I, I uh-huh. like that. Um, let's see. I'll go I'll go from the bottom up. Taichi versus Takaji versus for the... Uh, KOPW trophy. Carl Anderson versus Tamatanga. That's uh-huh. be a good match. Yes. Jeff Cobb and Great O'Con go for the IWDGP Tag Team Championship against Chase Owens and Bad Luck Follow. We're going to get Chase Owens on the show in a couple weeks. Um, and Okada versus Jay White for the title. Apparently, there's a rumor that Okada is defending the title if, he's, if he retains uh-huh. against Kenny Omega at, for, at, forbidden, at door. forbidden Door. That's, I, listen, you need, <clears throat> you need a... I mean, we'll get into AEW, what happened this past week. You know, they're, they're forbidden door news. But you kind of, you need a big match. And that's, it would be a great first match for Kenny to get back. Uh, hopefully it lives up to the... Well, yeah, to the hype. But if Okada doesn't retain, it's just Okada versus which is, Omega, which, which is still, still good. Yeah, which you is know? still going to be good. You know, so that should be interesting. Um... And there's a lot. I mean, where, I mean, where you want to go? You want to go AEW? You Let's go, go AEW. This is sweeping, sweeping the internet. I opened the show with the promo. I had to play it. I found it really riveting. Uh, Kevin Castle was talking on Twitter. He was like, "This is like the third best promo next to Punk's." And uh, if you, I meant to well, I was gonna, that was going to be my question. Like Kevin, Kevin, it's Kevin Castle's birthday, by the way. So happy birthday! Oh, happy Kevin. birthday! So I'm sorry, go ahead, Jay. I was going to mention in 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 the. F- in the promos, I mean, what do you want to call them? Pipe bombs? I hate to call them just pipe it's bombs. The, the, that word is used now. Uh, uh, that's I pulled up the the um, 
the article about it. And I was like, I'm just going to play the. I just said, to, I told Jay, I'm like, I'm just in pre production. I'm just going to play yeah. the, the promo. And I did, yeah. you know? Uh, you, to me, um, I always, always loved the Joey Styles one. I you know you know what I mean. Oh, when he quits, when he quits, I like that. I always loved that promo. I think it it's just it's the emotion out of it. CM Punk's was good. See, I listen. CM Punk's is like one of the first ones we kind of really remember. Um, or but like Samoa Joe had a great one too in in TNA. And in, inside uh, when he was talking about Kevin Nash and and everything, and when he was all disgruntled. But, you know, Paul Heyman's, I always thought, was uh, at One Night Stand. Always loved that promo. That's another one that's like, the, it's the emotion behind it. MJF hit hit it in, in stride. Just the way that he did it, the way that he fired it off, uh, the emotion was just there. Like, it was just a fucking beautiful p- promo. Got everybody talking. It's a work, not a work, whatever. Uh, I still say it's a work. Um yeah, elaborate, I, elaborate. I think work. he worked himself into a shoot. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I think there's. I think there's legitimacy there. You know, I think there's definitely some kind of. I listen. He probably feels that way a hundred percent about being possibly being underpaid. Uh, there's been a huge this past year. There's been a lot of influx of new guys, quote unquote, ex WWE guys. There's been a lot of influx of new guys coming in, and the the the, you know. The focus has shifted a little bit, um, but it, there's also a lot of truth in what he's saying. He's he every time every storyline MJF's a part of, it's it's the top storyline because uh, of it may not be for the title, but it's the most focused on or it's the most interesting uh, to be on. So I, I I think what he said I think holds a lot of value. I think is it worked into a shoot probably, but I I think at the end of the day. Uh, MJF's about making money, and a lot of people backstage probably do not know the difference where where it starts and stops. And you know what? Keep it going. I, you can, if 2024 is his last, you know, January one 2024 is is when his contract goes up. That's a long time from now. You can keep this storyline going. You could do. You can do what CM Punk should have done, or WWE should have did with Punk. Back in the day when he won the belt from Money in the Bank, you could do this now with MJF. You can go, he can go. Listen, he's never going to go to Japan. He kind of he kind of laid mention to it in the promo, you know. But he can he can go there. I mean, he could write his own ticket. Yeah, where he can go around and and be like this renegade, you know, type guy. Where listen, they they the internet was a buzz last week. <clears throat> where he was, he no showed the the autograph signing. He had a t- plane ticket, right? Yeah, Back, dude. On. I'm telling you, MJF is fucking smart. I'm, I I think this is a a huge, huge, elaborate scheme, and I love it. I love every second of it. I agree that it was an elaborate scheme. I also feel that he pulled a page out of Punk's pipe bomb and basically worked himself into a shoot. The difference is, though, Punk was disgruntled uh, for other reasons. He wasn't disgruntled because of his salary. or He was disgruntled because of the way he was treated backstage. Yeah. Allegedly injuries and, and the way other wrestlers were being well, treated. Well, I mean, we're talking 2011. Right. 
with 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 the and this is when they just announced the Rock. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, and I'm su- seen, yeah, seen, I'm su- I'm pseudo comparing that, right? Oh, the third one Kevin Castle mentioned was uh, Brian Pillman's in ECW. Excellent, when you, excellent when you, promo. When, when, I think I was there for that. Yeah, but but that's that's a full on. I, I mean, listen, if you hear, if you listen to Bischoff, Bischoff kind of talked about it where he's like, he he got he's I, he almost got outfoxed by Pillman. Shane mentioned Brian Pillman. There's no way. Uh, Anybody makes that comparison to, to Pillman to MJF is 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 not is not paying attention, and Pillman seeing his wife passed away. Well, yeah, we were to get into that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. But, um, but no, uh, I think he worked himself into a shoot pseudo shoot. Like I think a lot of what he was saying was 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 heartfelt. Yeah, um, he put himself he put him on a little overboard with the, with the cursing and uh, yelling at people and like you know, but emphasizing it. T- Perfectly. I, I always loved, like I said, <clears throat> I, like I was saying about like that Hollywood character, you know, with The Rock did it in o, o, o 03, wasn't it? O three, 03, I think, when The Rock, with Hollywood Rock, O four, 04. Batista did it in 2010. This whole idea that you just use the fans as marks. What and, up, Richie? I'm and, good. And, and he, he goes into it, and he goes in hard yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, right, wrong, and different, whatever the case is. And like I said, I think a lot of it is true feelings, and it's bleeding out. And you know, it's not like a release valve type thing. And hopefully, maybe it's supposed to be treated as such. And now I was reading today on Wrestling Inc. Uh, that uh, you know, it's not. It didn't go according to plan. And during Exa- the commercial, exactly, yeah. During the commercial, Punk came out, which may have been a part of the plan. But you know, like I, I you know, at the end of the day, MJF, I think. Is I'm trying to. This is going to be a weird comparison, but I'm going to try. I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to it. MJF today is what the Undertaker was 20 years ago. In the in the sense of that, it's kayfabe. You know what I mean? There's no there's no real man behind it. And and he and and he, he said this is Max Freeman talking. Yes, but we still he's still got his working shoes on. You know what I mean? Like, whereas The Undertaker was all about the kayfabe, all about keeping the character, I think MJF is the new generation of that, where every second that this man is doing something, he's doing it in character. And I think I think this is, is going to be a slow evolution of how this business is going to go. What up, cuz? Anybody seen Richie? Um, I, I agree 100%. I feel like he he went overboard. I th- yeah. I mean, and just to emphasize what he was doing. And I think that Tony gave him a, like, he gave him an inch, took a yard. And, which, again, growing up, we loved that shit. Anybody, when we were growing up, any wrestler, any performer at that point that can work himself into a shoot, work into a shoot, um, it did two things for you. Either made you a lot of money, and or it got you heat with the back with the boys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for me, it's like, all right, you know what? I think this is gonna be both. For I think it's gonna make a lot of money, but I yeah. think it's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, it is, and you know what? At this point, at his at his, at the stage of his career, where he's about to explode like nuclear, like a nuclear bomb. Um, what does that do? For the maturity of the character of MJF, not Max Friedman, MJF. What, MJF. what does the ca- I mean? 
Again, when you're 25, you got the world by the balls. I, don't know, I think he's in his 20s. I think he's 25. When you're 35, at that point, you should be you should already have been established and going into your fucking and going into your like your twilight in terms of stories and career and like not to say you can't wrestle in your 40s. I'm just saying like. You know, it's like baseball players, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, you're 22, well, you're fucking hot. You're 32, you're in your prime, you know. Let's, let's, let's compare. MJF, I think he's 25. <clears throat> I'll look it up in a second. But look at Randy Orton at when he was 25. Youngest world champion. Youngest world champion. Yep. He's uh, 26. Thank you. Yeah, he, he is. Um, Randy Orton was, had a lot of heat backstage um, and, and, and not the right kind of heat. I think I think MJF has the right heat in the sense of that you know at the end of the day what what happened Saturday a Sunday is proof positive to me at least that this is a part of a an elaborate scheme in the sense of that MJF did nothing but business if MJ, let's just say they would talk about him no showing Excuse me. If he knew, that was a work, we all knew it was a if, work. If he was gonna no show, that's a selfish act. We don't, and and that's and there's no place for that in this in this scenario because you're not just hurting Tony Khan. You're really not hurting Tony Khan as much as you're hurting Wardlow. What we needed that we needed this payoff for Wardlow to get to the next level, right? And he, and MJF did it to the fucking T. Uh, you know, I, at that point. You know, I guess if you want to be a little scrutinized, uh, scrutiny, uh, scrutinize it a little bit, you should have waited a week, maybe, for the MJF. Give give MJF time off. But I understand why they did it because it's still, it's still simmering. Everybody's still talking about the MJF thing over the weekend. So I I understand why they did it. Can I put it like this to you? Maybe and maybe I don't. Know, I was thinking about this uh, right after the fact. Um, is that the, and I'm going back to the, the progression of his character. He is a heel, yeah. obvi- obviously. He might be the best heel in wrestling right now. Oh, bar none. Right? It it's it. There's an argument there with some people because of what what you what what promotion that you favor, which is fine. That's what makes the world go around. I love it. But if he worked himself into a shoot, and it's just the big the, the big elaborate plan that, like you say, it is right. What's to say he can't get that stank off of him when he does go face and go for championships and whatever, whatever? What's to say this don't fuck up the progression of his character? What's to say that this doesn't... Maybe Tony Khan has a change of heart in 2024 when his contract is legit, uh, quote-unquote, up, right? What if there's... Like, he, he mentioned it in the promo, uh putting bringing in ex WWF guys, WWE yeah. guys and whatever whatever and and this is what but you know this is what they're doing and the company has changed since its inception you had homegrown guys you had guys from the indies they brought in the Joey Janellas of the world the Sunny Kisses of the world they brought in all these people Jericho was their only free agent yeah huge free agent and then all of a sudden here comes Big Show and Mark Henry and Adam Cole, Brody Lee, Brody Lee, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, and it's like okay, Max is still in the cut. I mean, he had good feuds, 
with Jericho and you know, but and now Punk. he's yeah, Cody. Um, what's the kid I don't like? The kid with the face paint, Darby Allen. Yeah. So he had good feuds, but now it's like he's he's almost on the back burner. So he has a legit gripe. But my thing is, what if in two years, the the industry is not where where it should be in terms of talent or money or TV or I don't I don't I don't see that happening. But just hypothetical, can this work slash shoot fuck him up in he's, terms of storyline? He's never gonna be a babyface. Never in storyline. You you the fans are gonna love him. You're positive. So he's, he's a tweener. I'll tell you why. He's gonna be. He's going to think of Rick Rude. Rick Rude was never uh, a babyface. I, I, yeah. Hold on a second. Hold that thought. Tony's E checking in, and I got a, I got a big I was waiting. I was big up Tony in a minute. But uh, Tony said MGF's going to still be a heel and be loved, and Tony Khan's going to be the heel owner. Like Absolutely. I, that's a great. That's It didn't even didn't even dawn on me. But yeah. it's, gonna, it's, it's starting to get that way. I apologize, partner. Finish your, but I was, finish, but, finish your point. But to, to further, to further, it's almost going to be. This is ow. Oh, I tell you, Tony Z. That's actually a hundred percent right. Because it, it, think of it, this is this could be an Austin McMahon type stuff, but the roles it could be reversed. Where Tony Khan, you know, for what he is online, like he does, he does a lot of chirping online. I I don't know if that's the right Ooh, word. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Yeah. He's like he's like Trump light. Yeah. In he, wrestling and politics, he, uh, he needs somebody uh, to decide. Like yo, put your phone down. That's what Trump needed. Absolutely. He was he was the thousand president. Percent. Yeah, thousand percent. Yeah, and uh, Co- cocaine Tony wrestling MJF. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it, listen, you this has potential for that. Yeah, if if done correctly, because you can have Tony Khan could be the babyface owner against the heel. You Almost know, like a reverse guy. Austin McMahon. Yes, I think, and that's the way that the way that Tony Z just said that. It actually completely just spearheaded what I was going to say because in my head, Rick Rude was never a babyface. Everywhere he worked, always a heel, and it always worked. MJF can do the same. He had he was a small babyface when he first started with Cody, but we all knew what was going to happen. MJF should never be a never be a babyface. Should never be positioned as a babyface. He never is going to come in and save somebody. If he is going to save somebody, it's just to stab him in the back at the end because he's always should be a heel. I like the promo. I love the promo. Right, loved it. Right, I saw glimpses of Piper. Absolutely, like I saw the facial expressions. I saw the way he yelled and screamed and carried on. Like that was Piper, and I was like. And he's gotten that comparison before, and I and I and I gave that person shit for it. I'm like, no way, no way, no way. So now I'm, I'm eating a crow, you know. Tony Khan is a dollar store Kramer from Seinfeld. Thank you. That's funny. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, I saw glimpses of Piper, and I was like, wow, you know, it was brilliant. Um, I just don't want this work into a shoot, bite him in the ass. If Tony Khan gets his balls twisted and decides to take the company in a different direction, because now you'd fucking ruin him as a character, he'll he'll get. I mean, he'll get work or whatever. He'll he'll always have work if he just keeps the way he's keeping up, you know. And again, it's one of those things where a lot of guys back in the day can either do or they can either cut a promo and work or do both. There's not many guys who can do both. He can do both. Yeah, he's a really good worker and he can cut it a good promo and. And he did the job to Wardlow, 
and we'll get into that right now. I'm going to go over the paper. Anything else on the, on the pipe bomb? On, on no. The, the nuclear blast? Whatever the, fuck you I, call it? I think we should call it. I, I hate. I'm not a big fan of the pipe bomb word, but I think that's definitely a that's definitely an atom bomb. But uh, I just give some advice to to Maxwell, uh, Long Island's own Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Don't work yourself into a shoot if you don't have to. If you don't have to. Uh, double or nothing. Five fucking hours of a pay per view. Thank <laughs> God I had the next day off. Hook and Dan Housen defeated Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling. That was a good match. Wardlow has defeated MJF. Um, very nice. They took. They had a holding cell in the arena for you know like they would they put the drunk guys. Yes. They then they took Wardlow out of there. It was pretty dope. Uh, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Where is the fucking next one? Oh, uh, the Hardys defeated the Young Bucks. I, I don't think that was a surprise. No, no, no. Although Jeff didn't look, uh, he looks beat up. And I know they took him off of Dynamite this past week, hopefully to let him heal up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it, it was, um, I don't know. I I'm I'm I said this last week. I don't, I don't know if you listen to it. I'm I'm done with the Hardys. Uh, I'm done with the Hardys. And and Choppy agreed. My son agreed. The cop killer, by the way. Give him a that's run. My, that's Hammer's new uh, new moniker. He's calling himself the, every time you're not here. He's the cop killer. <laughs> K O P P. I love that. He's like he called me up. He's like, oh, Jay's not coming. I'm like, no. Oh, the cop killer's coming. Then I'm like, oh, great. So Hammer was supposed to come in until Sunday, by the way. Cop killer. Now he's now he's the cop killer. <laughs> anyway, um. Jade Cargill, how do you feel about Jade Cargill? You like her. her. You like her, right? Her. You, you, I, I, I love, I love the arrogance. I love the character. I think her improvement is there. I think there's so much room, so much more room, so much more potential. I love it. I freaking love it. I, she uh, retained. She's still undefeated with the title. Uh, then she and then she defeated Anna Jay. Jay was uh, distracted. Both of them were distracted by Stokely Hathaway. Yes. And then, of course, Athena comes out, formerly Ember Moon, to help out Statlander and Jay against uh, against um, Stokely Hathaway yeah. coming to AEW is a great, great catch. Now, once again, you know, plays into what MJF was saying. Yes, there is there's a lot more uh, ex WWE, but he wasn't. He's he's not. He doesn't have the WWE stink as much as like Athena would have. Per right, se. right, right, right. Um, this match had a lot of makeup on it. House of Black defeated the Death Triangle. I love I I love this match too. Yeah, this was a good match. And this was a good call. Uh, you know, yeah. the idea of uh what was the name Julia Hart? Yeah, turning, yeah. We, we knew it was coming, so. Yeah. So, that was a good match. Um and then for the Owen Cu- Owen Hart Cup men's final, uh Adam Cole, Bebe Defeated Samoa Joe, who's going to be in a Twisted Metal movie. He's going to play, like, the clown or something like that. He's playing, I oh, my God. The, I forgot the name of the character. I forgot the name of the character. That was, like, a PS2 game, right? PS2. Yes, one? Yeah. PlayStation 1, I think. PlayStation 1, yeah. I remember that game. He's going to be in a, I think Paramount's putting it out. He's going to be in that movie. Sweet Tooth? Sweet Tooth, right. Sweet Tooth. The, the ice cream truck guy, right? Yep. Okay, so he's going to be in that movie. This was um a good match. Adam Cole wearing the, uh, the, the, the pink colors for Owen Hart. Liked it. Yeah, he wins the match. Uh, that was it's like a Ring of Honor match, basically what it was. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and then the next match after that was Britt Baker defeating Ruby Soho for the women's final. <sighs> uh, 
so here's where the the pay per view comes to a standstill, right? So now I get it. Tony Khan buys an extra hour of pay per view time because mm-hmm. he gave Martha Hart the floor. Yeah. Um, and oh, by the way, Rancid played out uh, uh, Ruby Soho. Oh, get out! Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It, it was, was good. Rancid. It was Rancid. Yeah, it was Rancid. No, it was good. Um, it was a good match. Uh, but you know, Martha Hart. Basically, hold on a second. Pull this up. I understand why they did the Martha Hart thing because of, uh, I think Tony Khan said, well, I think it was uh, uh, multiple reasons. One, I think he didn't want to put any, any limits on her. Like she could say whatever she wanted That's to exactly say. That's exactly why he did it. And two, I think also because they, the, the, the finals, they didn't want the punk, um, Adam Page match to kind of get in the way of the the finals, so they want to make sure the 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 finals was over, the game was over, and then they would start the the championship match as well. So that took that's a half hour when I get back. But the titles were beautiful. The title belts were beautiful. They got Gorgeous. a trophy. Um, beautiful belts, man. Um, Martha, you could tell she's not a public speaker, yeah. and you could tell this is not her bag. She was never into pro wrestling, and that's why for a long time they she didn't get in bed with the, with the with the with Vince because of the whole way they handled the situation and uh, yeah whatever whatever. I still got my theories about that. I think it's bullshit, you know. But because she sued the the harness company, they she won a ton of money, raised the kids with that money, put herself through school. So it wasn't like she wasn't compensated. And all of a sudden, and then when when the Eve when Triple H finally said, "Yo." Let's make amends. Mm-hmm. Let's give him the action figure. Let's give him the Hall of Fame. Let's give him the fucking T-shirts. Let's give him his due diligence. They, she said no. So fuck her and whatever. I just, it's very, for me, it's not organic at all. All this AW Owen Hart stuff, they made it, they gave him an action figure. Shailen sent me the, the figures I that think they put out at the, at the, at the uh, festival last week. I can't help but, but feel, and this is just my opinion. I can't help but feel that this is a first off. This is a great get by by AEW. I think Chris Jericho is one that spearheaded yeah. it. Um, but yeah. I can't help but feel that this is Martha Hart's way of digging back at yeah. at Vince. Shailen, I think you sent me the the Owen Hart thing. I, that's how I saw it. You sent me a bunch of shit. I thought I thought that was you who sent that to me. Uh, uh, but still, it's like it's not. It it doesn't even feel right. You know, I could see if if Brett was there or if Brett was in AEW, then makes sense. But he's he's not. He's not. Yeah, it just it's not very organic for me. I'm sorry. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I I I think I think this was a a just a, a just a, a last ditch dig at WWE per se. That's right. my opinion. Uh, next match: America Top Team. Your girl making her debut. Love it. Paige P- Van Sant. PVZ baby. Uh, defeated Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, and Frankie Kazarian. Ty Conti, I know why my son likes her now. I just she, oh, yeah. she. I mean, there were days where she comes out and she looks like a hot mess with the makeup on her face and the and the <laughs> out. But then there were days when she comes out and her ass is perfect, her face is perfect, and I'm like, Sammy, smashing that, good for him. God yep. bless him. God bless him. Um, good match. You girl, you girl. Um, hit a Michinoku driver at one point. It's a good a good showing by her. Yes, yes. Um, she. I mean, this to, for this to be her first match. That's pretty impressive, you know. A lot of these MMA girls have that. Um, a lot of these girl, a lot of these girls have the MMA. Uh, that MMA stank on them. Yep. They bring them in. They, they're already half trained at this point, you know. So I'm not mad. WWE's trying to sign a uh, 
I yeah, who's the, girl. Who's, the, who's the chick? I forgot her name. I don't I don't follow the the sport like I used to anymore. So I have no idea. But they're trying to sign one of the girls. She's she's cute too. I think she's a Spanish chick. She's cute. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's see. Uh, this was a good match. Kyle O'Reilly beat Darby Allen. I was I was hoping so. Um, Darby gave him a little bit of a fight, but this is Kyle O'Reilly, man. Kyle O'Reilly is one of the most. He's this generation's technician. You know, he's one of those guys that he's this. He's this generation's Dimalenko and and uh, yeah, with and a little bit more Chris Benoit, yeah. with a little bit more character, yeah. you know. And so, I, I like the Technico guy. This he he fucking just open open guy. He opened him up. It was a good match. Yeah, you know. But like I said, this this this, this card was match heavy. Fifth was it fifteen matches? I yeah, think it was. yeah. No, it was it was good though. I mean, like you know, like I said, I'm not again. It, I, people got gave me shit because I fucking. Because I complained about the, how long it was. Oh, WrestleMania is six hours. WrestleMania is supposed WrestleMania. to be six hours. It's WrestleMania. it's WrestleMania. Every pay-per-view these motherfuckers have is five hours long. Four and a half hours long. So don't give me none of your shit, you fucking marks. <laughs> Everybody, oh, oh, WWE is six hours. Who gives a fuck? It's WrestleMania. If Hell in a Cell this weekend is six hours, then, I'm gonna, then I'll complain about that too. Yep. I hope it's not because I got to get up at fucking five in the morning. Thunder Rosa defeats Serena Deeb to retain the AEW women's title. Uh, Serena Deeb is far beyond probably the best wrestler on their on their on their roster. Uh-huh. Thunder Rosa, since winning the NWA Women's Championship when I was watching her in NWA, I had said to everybody, and you guys included, I think she's going to be a star, and yep. she is a star. She is. She's she's really good. I really enjoy her, and I don't like women's wrestling, but they they had, they put on a good match. Yeah. Uh, so you know Rosa, his mentor is Dustin Rhodes. Where's the fucking half face paint? I'm not mad at that either. No. But you know Serena Deeb doing the fucking flying octopus. I was like, Serena Deeb is awesome. Yeah. I w- I was telling this to the boys when because Lou stopped over, so it was Lou and Hammer here, and I was like, can you imagine if Chris Hero was in shape? They grab Claudio, get Serena Deeb back at the Kings of Wrestling with the Queen. Yeah. I would love that, you know, but I don't know what Chris Heroes is, and I know Cesaro might go back to WWE, so we'll see, you know. Yeah, there was there was some speculation of what he's doing. Um, the Jericho Appreciation Society wins uh, the Anarchy uh, in the uh, Arena. Yeah, you know what, man? I was I wasn't really looking forward to the the storyline was really kind of missed more so than hit or miss to me. It was kind of a lot of miss, um, but this match was this match was a fucking barn burner. Just soup to nuts, fucking action. Yeah, and th- the highlight wasn't even <laughs> the highlight for me was Eddie Kingston trying to burn everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he no, he was one just trying to burn Jericho. Yeah. He was trying to burn fucking Brian, Dan- Brian Danielson yeah. too. Yeah, Danielson gets in his face, and uh, Jericho's uh, appreciate side dressed up like a fucking Backstreet Boys video. Yeah. Hysterical. Uh, Choppy, Choppy said. Uh, he made a point of saying that he, um, I think he said it last week on the show, I believe, that they needed this win because to to to, prolo- to further the storyline along. Well, they go know? they're going into blood and guts. They're going into the war games match, uh, you know, and this is the way to do it. I know it happened this past Wednesday. It's gonna be uh, Ortiz is fighting. I think Ortiz, he's fighting Jericho, right? Is it? Yeah. Oh no, Santana. Santana, one of them fighting. Santana's Jericho. Fir- fighting Jericho. I think it's hair versus hair. So I'm kind of curious to see where this is gonna go. And then Jericho gonna lose his golden locks. Maybe. I'm not mad at that. I mean listen, 
Jericho again. Jericho could do no wrong at this point. No, right? Absolutely. Am not. I am I am I lying about that? Or no, not at all. Um, we go to a conference room where Andrade is hanging out with his people, and he announces that he has a um a new business partner. Yep, and it's former aide of uh, Ring of Honor World Champion Roosh. Roosh. El Toro Blanco. So uh, I I know Choppy doesn't like Roosh. A lot of guys don't like Roosh. I liked Roosh. I didn't like him as world champion. I don't know too much about him. He's to, a Lucha to, guy. He's yeah, a no, AAA but, guy. But I mean, like, I've I seen his stuff in ROH. You liked, his, I, you, yeah, you liked him? Yeah. I, I, he had a... I remember the match he had with... Uh, Dalton Castle. Yeah. When he fucking just ripped through him. Uh, I knew you didn't bring that up. And, and PCO was the other one, too, where it, you know... Good matches. I don't know. Like I said, I I didn't follow him too much. I seen I seen some of his P, uh, PWG stuff. Uh, I'm excited though. I, I it seems like they're they're sowing the seeds a little bit of a ROH type thing here. Yeah. Uh, real quick with ROH, um, they re-signed Colt Cabana, and there was a rumor that he was going to Ring, Ring of Honor. Colt squashed out on his last podcast. Uh-huh. He doesn't put out many podcasts anymore, but he put out last, one last week with Kevin Kelly. Oh, okay. So the voice of uh, Ring of um, New Japan, and who was the voice of Ring of Honor for a long time. Um, we go to the back again. Scorpio Sky is being interviewed. He don't care. He'll defend his TNT title against anybody. Dante Martin steps up yep. and takes the challenge. So we we like Dante Martin. We yep. we knew that. Um, I mean, at this point, he was better off as a singles uh, um, a tag team guy. But I think his partner got injured, mm-hmm. so they're gonna push him to the moon now. Which is and he he already, he's already had matches against da- Brian Danielson and yeah. uh, I think he fought CM Punk. Fought CM Punk. Yeah. So I mean, Dante Martin's getting TV time now. He's fighting Scorpio Sky, which the room wasn't. Con- I love Scorpio. I've always liked Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Right. Scorpio I, Sky. I'm glad you're on that bandwagon with yeah. me because no one no one else in in our crew likes him. I, I, was like, I fucking so love him, man. I, I, but then again, I loved SCU. I loved it. I, I have. Yeah, I got the shirt. Yeah. You remember my shirt? This is the I worst loved, time I've ever. Yeah. I loved SCU. SCU. Uh, Kazarian making an appearance in Impact, which is going to be good. They're having uh, the team, Anibur- team No Honor against yeah. uh, Impact Originals. Uh, so I'm glad to see Kazarian's doing something. But uh, yeah, Scorpio Sky, it's far overdue. Let him have his run with the TNT title belt now. Let him let him establish himself, and then as soon as I, I think Scorpio Sky against CM Punk is a great fucking match. I think it's a great match. Yeah, and I think you keep the belt on Punk for a little bit. Obviously, we're, we're going to get there. We'll but. get out. Yeah, Jurassic Park retains the World Tag Team t- titles. They fought uh, Keith Lee and Swerve, and uh, they fought who else was it? Uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. It's a three way, um, but good match. We thought Keith Lee and Swerve were going to Keith. They've, they've established themselves as a really good team. I was going to pick them to win. Yeah, we did too, and he didn't win. So, and then of course, finally, AEW World Championship. CM Punk defeats Hangman Page. Uh, it wasn't a bad match. No. And I again, I I you know CM Punk cut a promo after the, after the cameras went off, and he's like, you know, you guys, you you've seen nothing yet. Wait till we wait till you see what we have planned, and now it's like Hangman rides into the sunset, like, like you know, quote you know, no pun intended, but um, I feel like this totally deflates him. It's this is where what MJF said is right, right? Because now Hangman's Hangman's run is going to be kind of remembered like, uh oh, <laughs> sorry, Matt Squire is in the room. Hey boys. 
um, Rob checking in. Hold on, I gotta let me just get Rob's gimmick here because I have because Rob's in the room. Doing flips and shit. Uh, Rob said, "Hey, hear that new Bullet Club theme? It slaps." <laughs> Hashtag fuck Jay White. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, gag. They uh, his his Adam Page's run is that is almost reminiscent of Drew McIntyre's first run where it's it's it just it never got started right you know and even even almost like like a like a big E run too where it just it just didn't feel special enough and excuse me i don't think that's for any other reason other than that they're just capitalizing on punk right now right i liked i liked the pairing of Punk and FTR, I think. I think this is gonna kind of. I think that was a good match on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think this is. I, I I think there's something there, uh, but once again, AEW. But like, I you still know. hate that 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 music though. That oh. that, that that knockoff uh, Midnight Express music. <laughs> I I know why they do it, and I think it's brilliant. But I still fucking hate it. But yeah, I agree. I think this kind of this kind of leaves this kind of leaves. Hangman a little little out to dry. Yeah, Maddie, thank you for putting my fucking face on Captain Freedom. <laughs> really appreciate that. But uh I, I think uh I think, you know, unfortunately seeing Punk come back this kind of it almost tells the story of what MJF is saying because it's like, hey, thanks, original guys. You you were here. Get to the side. Don't work yourself into a shoot. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's what he that's what I, I feel like that's what Max did. To an extent, but anyway. But yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, all right. Real quick. Let's uh I didn't see um NXT, but uh, I saw some of it. So I'll go over the results real quick. Yep. Um let's see here. Pretty deadly versus Roddy and Damon Kemp. Um they retain um Legato del Fantasma and Tony D'Angelo agree to to a merger. I love that. What's her face though? Oh, she's so stacked. Electra Lopez. Uh huh. I want that sandwich. Give me her and and uh, give me that for my birthday. I want that. And Is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because God hates me. Um, and of course, Electro Lopez fought Cora Jade. Um, that was a good match. Let's see what else. Zion Quinn versus Wesley. Wesley's by himself now. Yeah, because his uh, his fucking partner's a, a wife beater, allegedly. And the women's championship summit ends with a challenge to Mandy Rose. And Solo Sakai Sakoa versus Duke Hudson. So I'm glad the uh, the third Uso is doing a, doing his thing, right? Yeah. So Grayson Waller versus Josh Briggs. Um, and then Ivy Nile versus Kiana James. No one cares. Cameron Grimes versus Nathan Frazier. That was a good match. Cameron Grimes retains the North American Championship, and that was it. Okay. Um. Where was I? Where was I? Let's see. Hell in a Cell is um this th- Sunday. Sunday. Um, 
I'm I'm excited for the main event. I I I think they're doing. I think what they did, especially this past weekend, uh, this past Monday, I think was excellent. Yeah. It's, it's 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 got, it's got potential. I forgot Cody was in a Hell in a Cell already. I thought this was his first time in a Hell in a Cell, but I forgot he was in he was in one already. Yes. Lesson for today: Don't work yourself into a shoot. <laughs> JT is in the building. What's up, JT? Thanks for joining us on an afternoon gimmick. All right, real quick, then we're going to go to break, and then uh, we're going to go to Jay's throwback. Um, I just pulled it up. I have too many fucking windows open on, on this browser. Um, all right, Jay. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus uh, Damian Pre- da- um, Punishment Margassa, Edge, and Rhea Ripley. You know, I'm looking forward to this match, too. I, I-, I want to... I like what Edge is doing on social media where he's just posting pictures of people and, and just kind of almost trying to troll troll the fans a little bit. Um, but the baby faces got to go. I, I, I mean, the, I would want the baby faces to go over because I'm a big fan of Styles and Finn Balor. I love Finn Balor. But you got to tell the story going forward. How can Judgment Day lose their first match together? So Right. It goes without saying. Mustafa Ali gets a U.S. title shot against Theory. Who's John Not Cena's favorite wrestler? Not mad at this. Um, Theory's going to win, though. Yeah. I mean, Mustafa Ali, listen, the guy can go. The guy's excellent on the mic, excellent in the ring. He deserves to be on a sh- on every show. That being said, it's just not his time yet. Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel. <laughs> I love this. I, this <laughs> you know, we, we, we spend a lot of time you know, ragging on WWE. They really got small subplots that are just really good. I I love this whole idea of Kevin Owens. Yeah, listen, and you know my you know my thing, man. I will pull greatness out of a shitty fucking Raw or a shitty pay per view because there's there's always something good. There's always these Easter eggs, these little yeah. gems, and this is it. And this is why I watch everything not uh, not live anymore because I fucking my schedule sucks balls and I travel all the time. Yeah, back and forth to work, but I do watch it. You know, um. And uh, Sloppy Lashley versus Edward James almost an MVP in a in a um in a handicap match. Yeah, uh it's got to be MVP again. I mean, listen, Lashley's got to get one. He's got to get his victory back. Um, you know what? Yeah, I just talked myself into it. Lashley, it is. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, three way for the Raw Women's Strap: Becky Lynch versus Oscar versus Bianca yeah. Belair. Uh you know, I didn't like the fact that they had Bianca Belair against uh, Oscar on Raw. I didn't like that. You kind of I hate when they do that. They, they but, wait, let's sleep in dogs lie, man. Yeah, build it, build, build it. it, put them in a tag team match or yes. something. You know, um, that being said, it's it's not Bianca's time to give it up yet. Ezekiel looks like a dollar store Ultimate Warrior without the face paint. Fucking <laughs> Shaylin. All right, and your main event, Hell in a Cell. I'm in the cage. My wife is black. Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, my dog is white. Does he have two I dogs? I got a neck tattoo. Yeah, um, stupid neck tattoo. Yeah. Uh, we used to beat up kids in the club in the pit when it, <laughs> with, with, the, with the Mosh Pit at the hardcore show. Yeah. If you had a neck tattoo, you get your face fucking stomped in. Uh, it doesn't matter how nice you are. I'm he, sure Cody Rhodes is very nice too, but I, I, I'm not saying he deserves to get his neck stomped in, but yeah. you know, but this this one's this one's hard to call. Um, you know, they they did it right so far since since uh, WrestleMania. 
this is going to be the rubber match, correct? This is the rubber match. Yeah. Um. If if Seth Rollins wins, I think it just cuts Cody, cuts him, cuts his, you know, cuts his momentum. Let's. Yeah. And and I'm it, just I'm getting to that because it's I'm, like yeah, what's, what's the next match for Cody? Obviously, I I I hate to use SummerSlam as the first match between Cody and Roman, but that's the biggest match you got right now. For SummerSlam. For SummerSlam. Yeah. They already dialed back. I mean, we we didn't we haven't talked about it yet, but they already dialed back money in the bank. It's not in the fucking stadium anymore. Well, they weren't selling tickets. That's it was why. a bomb threat like it was in WrestleMania 7, you know, in, in Allegiant Stadium. Right. Uh, you know, uh, but so, so that being said, I mean, listen, that's WWE's fault for trying to... UFC's got a big fight going on that weekend, too. You, you're trying to go into a stadium. I, I think you got a little big for your britches there, but to me, the only big match you got for SummerSlam to go into the stadium is, is Cody against Roman. So, Cody's got to go over, and it's. I think it's going to be a great match. I, I, I'm really excited to see this, and I think, and this is in Chicago, right? This is in the United Airlines Arena. I think so. No, that's where that's where Forbidden Door is. Well, no, I think I think this is SummerSlam. I no. thought SummerSlam was in in Vegas. No, SummerSlam's in SummerSlam is in L.A. I thought. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell, Hell in a Cell, yeah. Hell in a Cell's in Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yes. um, you know, you, you you see that, and you just go, you know what? This is this is the only big match that they got coming down the pike. So, Cody over. All right. Anything else before we go to break? I got one more thing. No, that's it. I just uh, Tony, if you're still in the room, thank you. Uh, again. So when everybody left last week, um, I told everybody I was having a problem with the website because of fucking GoDaddy and their ridiculousness. Uh, Tony hit me to the Anchor FM thing, and we switch everything over. We're going to kill GoDaddy moving forward to .com in a couple of weeks, hopefully, when I get my shit together. But um, go to anchor.fm for if you want to download it. Or you can get the app on your phone. It connects to Spotify. It'll connect mm-hmm. to all. we have, And we just got confirmation. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon. We're on um, Stitcher. Uh, iTunes is set now. There was two feeds on iTunes. I forgot why, but there's there's definitely we're, we're all up there. So if you want like back back, if you if you want like a, a content from like fucking ten eight years ago, you'll have to hit me up and I'll post it somewhere. But um, right now the last five or six episodes are, are on Anchor.fm, and I think the older shit is on um, somewhere else, but. You know, I'm thinking about putting all the old shit together and, and releasing it like as like a DVD and do like a box set kind of thing I was working on. But oh yeah, maybe we'll do that because we have 450 something episodes. The next month is the, is the anniversary of the show. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cody versus Brock just for giggles. Oh shit. Yeah, I, I mean, do do you pull the trigger on that? You can. You can, but I, I you know, yeah. Because well, Seth versus Brock, all, I'll take I'll take Seth versus Brock too. All right, so we, we, let's put the let's put the, the 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 conspiracy cap on really quick. Oh, here we go. I don't. I'm out of tinfoil, by the way. Uh come WrestleMania, the belt cannot stay on Roman because I believe it's it's got to be Roman against. Yeah, the Chop, Rock. Choppy said. Yeah, Choppy said it too. Choppy said the belt has to stay on Roman for the rest of the year. It has to stay on for the rest of the year. I think come R- Royal Rumble, he can lose it around then. You can tell the story from August down to January. With, but 
I, I don't think you pulled the trigger yet with Brock. No, Matt. The GoDaddy account did not come with 64 hours of AOL. <laughs> it came with grief. That's what it came with. I'm sorry, Jay. Finish your point. I think I think you I think the biggest match you got is is Roman against Cody. I think come WrestleMania, Cody has the belt. Cody against Brock is is marquee. I think you I think you there's something there. Um, I <laughs> don't think you could see Cody winning per se, but I mean we could see what happens from now until then. But uh, for right now, I think. I think all all day SummerSlam and, and then going into Royal Rumble, Roman against Cody. I think we can start telling that story, and that and that's a great story to tell, you know, and that's assuming that they keep the belts unified. Yeah, they don't split up the belts, which I think they're going to do too. Very good point, partner. I I, uh, I can't agree more. If I did, then we'd have another fucking hour discussion about it. <laughs> so, anyway. Guys, take a quick break. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We got a little bit of a chat room today, and uh, we appreciate it. Even though it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, it's noon in California where Matt is, so he's on his lunch break building something. So we are the Terminical Throwbacks. We're live right now on The Rant. We're live on Facebook, and uh, we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? 
Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. the Mountie and you're listening to Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, episode four hundred and fifty-six of this of this uh, this journey w- journey of a podcast, yeah. And if you know the uh, what I just played, then you know I uh, will throwback for this week. So uh, let's get right into the uh, the music. That's what we do here. And now here is your throwback of the week. Sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. I love that. It's one of the best things I've ever done, and I, and, I, and we and we've done such great stuff on here. That was one of the great, and I did I did that on one take. Yeah, I did it on one take. Um, and I had when I first got the mixer, and I had the, I, I had like the little stank to it, the little uh, the little reverb there. Yeah. So, all right. So, as you all know, next month is our anniversary show, and we're going to be showcasing SummerSlam '92, one of the greatest SummerSlam, one of the greatest events WWE F ever had, and it was in jolly old England, Wembley Stadium. Bloody old England. Hello, Governor. Let me see you, wanker. Um, so to. Sp- to start introducing everybody to the timeline in in Jay's uh, flashes of brilliance, because he has those once Very in a while. Very few. Few and far. Well, the Paul Roman thing was a fucking flash in the pants. <laughs> so now you got your second one in a month. God bless. There you go. I'm, uh, I'm on the mend. We're kicking it back to June 6th, 1992. Phil was a junior in high school, just graduating to junior my junior year. And... Uh, about to graduate my junior year, and we are. It's dub. It's the episode of WWF Superstars from the Rupp Arena in Kentucky, and I believe I'm not. I think that's where the University of Kentucky plays their games, or they did. I'm not sure. I'm not a big college basketball guy, but mm-hmm. I know it's a it's a it's a big time program. So um, it's almost it's almost a it's it's a it's almost good a turnbuckle time. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost. It's a, you know what? Why not? Let's play it for a second. Let's just play Turnbuckle Time for a second. Turnbuckle Time? Yes, let's play it. Oh, 
I like how Jay sings along. Never gets old. Does not get old. <laughs> My cousin. It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. <laughs> hey Heyo. No, no, no. Oh, I have it on loop. That's why. That's on the loop. I have it on loop. That's how good I like it. We have to take the loop off because it'll, it'll, it'll just keep playing itself to death and we don't want to. We don't want to. We can't get sick of that. Turnbuckle uh, time. So, anyway, the Rupp Arena in Kentucky. All right. What's impressive is that this is a quote unquote, you know, it's, it, it's a TV taping and they would they would probably film about two. Two three weeks here, about a month's worth. There's a lot of people here. Though. I remember going to Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, and watching four hours of Raw. Yeah, it was annoying because I saw him take a fight Shawn Michaels like three times. So, but yeah, I I, I, I hear you, man. There's yeah, a, lot a lot of people, people there. A lot yeah. of people here. It was yeah, really, it's really really good. Yeah. All right, your opening contest. Uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, <laughs> the, Inter- the Intercontinental Champion versus. Tom Stone. Tom Stone. Tom Stone. Tom Stone. Uh, and I and I laughed right away because I'm like, it, it was kind of cool to see the opening, and like you know you see I, you know all the wrestlers and they had Hulk you know was still prominent in the opening, and then like the 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 jobbers already in the ring and like it's just it's just really kind of cool to it's like it's like oh this is kind of nostalgic and they packed a lot of matches into this but but. I Brett, po- I post the link in the chat so everybody can watch. Because I found it on, on on YouTube. Brett's not getting paid by the minute here. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I love about these um these early '90s uh jobber matches? They actually gave the jobbers a bit of a showcase. I mean, back in the day when we were kids, it happened very few and far between. There was a couple of guys like like Rick McGraw. Yeah. Rick McGraw was like the best jobber, and and when I went to the Garden shows because he actually was a good wrestler, so he fought like. He would fight guys like 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. They, they're giving Rick, Rick McGraw 15 minutes. Yeah. But this is cool. Um, Actually, Shawn Michaels cuts a little bit of a promo. While, we'll, we'll take it right. We'll, let's listen. Here's what they had to say. <laughs> what a lucky mirror. <laughs> and why wouldn't it be? He gets to look back at me every single day. But you know, one guy that's not going to be so lucky is you, Hitman, when I take the Intercontinental title. Now there's confidence, McMahon. No, 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 that's conceit. <laughs> See, I, Vince I, McMahon and Mr. Perfect on a stick. I like that. Well, first off, Perfect was just I, he was good, man. Perfect. Yeah, you know, he was on, on the mic. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, but I, you know what I love about that promo? It's not the and they everyone every one of the matches pretty much had like a promo screen on screen or whatever, picture in picture, whatever it's called. And it was cool because like they were all. Kind of like everybody's just talking to the to the mic to the camera, yelling into the camera. Uh, Sean's was completely different, and you could see a young, hungry Sean Michaels. You know, yeah. being different. 
I really, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, Bret, Bret Hart basically was, I think it was a backbreaker, <laughs> maybe a throw into the corner and a sharpshooter, and that was it. Uh, <laughs> it was, and that, but he was the Intercontinental Champion, just freshly won it off of uh, Piper, come uh, about two months ago at this point, uh, and they didn't really kind of get into SummerSlam as much, uh, but we know where they're going with the with the. Well, let's let's kick it right to the. Uh, there's an update. Well, Bret Hart wins with the sharpshooter, obviously. Yep. Obviously, after he clotheslines Tom Stone outside the ring and then brings him back in and gives him a gives him a four minutes of greatness. Um, let's take you now to Mean Gene, who has an update sponsored by Ico Pro and this upcoming weekend WBF Yo, Championship I, I, on pay per view. You just reminded me what I wanted to look up. Yeah, go ahead. You want me to play it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. From inside the pages of the WWF magazine, here's update. Hi again, folks. Update brought to you by IcoPro, the integrated conditioning program scientifically designed to give you the advantage in building your body. IcoPro, the official sponsor of the WBF Championship, headed your way next Saturday, June 13th. Now then, last week on WWF Superstars, we all witnessed what has got to be the worst beating in World Wrestling Federation history. As you people know by now, this unprecedented and unforgivable display of brutality was directed at none other than the Big Boss Man. And who could have imagined? After all, things looked to be going so good for the Big Boss Man that day. To all observers, he appeared set to walk away with yet another victory. When suddenly, out of nowhere, out of left field came... Well, take a look for yourself. Well, he knows someone's after him. He doesn't know whom this may be. But he no doubt uh, is a bit skittish these days, and justifiably so. Well, if you know who's facing you, it's one thing. If you don't know who they are, then naturally you have certain reason to be concerned. See, now look where the ball oh. Wait a minute. I love this. Wait a minute. Who is that man? I have no idea who that is. He makes a throwback two weeks in a row. Yep. Go figure, right? Man, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's got to be him. That's got to be him. There's the What's number one. Look. That's got to be the man. There, use the He's using the boss man stick on himself. Just saw the boss man probably use it on him. Jamming in the guts. Come on. I've been waiting to see who this is. Look at the size of this guy. Our boss man, you don't look so tough now. Oh, no! That knee right in the face. Looked like it knocked his teeth out. He kneed him right in the face. Again! Whoever this man is jamming, jamming the boss man, jamming that nightstick into the guts of the boss man. For weeks we've been hearing that he was getting out. Now he's out. Now we find out. Look at this. The boss man is helpless. He's absolutely helpless. What is this now? That's a key. He That's has his own key to the handcuffs, big <laughs> This is this is disgusting. <laughs> the boss man, no matter what, does not deserve this. This is absolutely disgusting. All right, so 
you, you get the gist of it. He uh, handcuffs the boss man, beats him up a little more. I and, I, and I'm gonna, I want to just point out something. I love how Vince McMahon is advocating that this is all, this is really messed up. When all the boss man did to people was brutalize them with that yeah. stick. Yeah. But I mean, he's, cause he's, I mean, obviously he's not, he's a face now, but like, it, it's almost like you forget that that's this is exactly what he did, you know. And maybe he was an asshole to to nails in in, in the joint. You don't know. Well, I lo- that's what I loved about like Mr. Perfect's approach to it. Like he was just saying, yeah. we don't know how he was acting during it. Yeah, but he beats the the fucking snot. And then as a promo, oh man, I I it's funny. It was only until recently, within like the last year or two, to, to find out that they pre-recorded his promos and then slowed down the tape to get the voice. I was like, oh, how uh, come I didn't fucking notice? You mean like this? This is terrible. It's terrible. Who's the boss now? I love it. Boss man. That was the first beating in a long line of beatings. So distorted. You're in my prison now. But I have thrown away the key. (laughs) And there's nothing you can do about it. And no one, no one can stop me. No! What's his name? Kevin Wachholz? Kevin Kelly? Ke- no, Kevin Wachholz, I think it is. I like forget. And, uh, yeah, this is b- this is before he chokes Vince McMahon. All right, Jay. Commercial break. Come back. We have a, a tag team match. By the way, I just looked it up while during, that was happening. Uh, WBF Championship, June, the, the following week, only around 3,000 people. Pay-per-view buys and sold out, including the Vince McMahon. Yeah, and then they disbanded a month later. Surprisingly, no shit. Can't believe it. So your next match is a tag team attraction. Reno Riggins teaming up with Major Yates. Yes, against the nasty, the boys. nasty boys. Loved it. Loved this. And I tell you, Nasty Boys. I we we said it multiple times on the show. These guys can go. Yeah, I'm, I was never a big fan of them, but they could go. I gave them their props. How about Jimmy Hart managing the World Tag Team Champions and the Nasty Boys at this point? Yeah. How about that? Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart got a decent tag team. He always had good tag teams, though. Yeah. You know? But, uh, and, and I tell you, this was... Fucking top rope elbow job. I can't believe. <laughs> For that size? That, well, yeah. well, let alone that, but like they would even allow him to do it because of because Savage is your champion at this point. So this is how you know it was definitely like a house show type thing where, I mean, obviously professionally shot, but man, and, but that elbow drop looked brutal to fucking Riggins on the bottom. So these guys, you know. Fans were lit up at this. At this it was and it was crazy, like you said. I mean, and this is this must have been the first taping of many, because <laughs> the, the the crowd was electric, going crazy. You know, going against the nasty boys. Nasty boys are very underrated. Yeah, I say. So um, they win with like a pump handle slam. So uh, well, first of all, knobs uh, does the fucking. The running slash dragging the guy's head like a bulldog <laughs> from behind, <laughs> brutally by I might add yeah. Reno Riggins, and then and then of course Sags follows it up with like a, a pseudo I guess elbow, it looked like a elbow drop of some sort or the pump handle slam he oh, had yeah, too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, but ah, uh, it was it was good, and then they had they had a great promo later on. You when, want to can we, can you want me to play the WBF promo? Yes, please. Okay, I'm just because I, I loved it because. <laughs> 
Why not? It's right? amazing. Cannons for the WBF Championship! Live next Saturday, exclusively on pay-per-view! Gary Stridham defends the WBF Championship in a battle of the bulging biceps! But on the front line will be the Iron Warrior, Mike Christian, the flexing Dutchman, Barry DeMay, plus a whole rack of 100% US-tested grade-A prime beef. Don't miss the greatest bodybuilding event in history, the WBF Championship, next Saturday, June 13th. So we should really... Uh... All things Vince has done in this world, his outside ventures never pan out well. But man, he could definitely do wrestling <laughs> At least. I think we should do the WBF championship as a throwback oh, for, it's gotta for be like awful. bonus. For is, like, there, bo- is there footage online? I don't even know. I, I bet look. you they scrubbed it from the internet. <laughs> because. Ico Pro, yeah. you've got to want it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they had Lex Luger, and then Perfect said at one point, he goes, ah, if Luger wasn't just posing there, right, exactly. he'd be the champion, McMahon. We take you now to the next match after a commercial break. Um, Mike Collins. Oh yeah, looking like somebody that would be hanging out at the bar, going to see your band at the fight. Look like a fight. Look, he looked like one of those dudes that goes to the bar every Friday night. He had the mullet. Mullet. He probably had a, 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 a one of those those bags, those fanny packs. Fanny pack. And he had that. that he looked like somebody that would go to a Staten Island bar to watch live bands play. Yeah. Um, at the bar, all hundred and twelve pounds of them. Um, fighting the Texas Tornado, the late great <laughs> Kerry Von Erich, who had a horrible, horrible fucking promo with the picture in picture. And well, everything. they pictured and pictured him and and another wrestler for and for their predictions, quote unquote. And they were all going to be at the expo that next because I guess it's a, it's a whole weekend apparently with the WBF. They had like a, a fitness expo the day before, like yeah. a convention, and then of course they Vince put the pay per view around the convention. Um, those things still go on today, though. Those conventions, they, they like those bodybuilding slash um, uh, supplement conventions. Because I have a friend, my old partner Lynn, she's actually a bodybuilder now. Uh-huh. She works in the fire department. She's a dispatcher. But Lynn, basically, I well, I worked with her before she was a bodybuilder. But she's 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 been in competitions and everything. <laughs> so I I seen her at these things on on Instagram. So I know I know they exist. So Vince wasn't making it up. But yeah, Texas Tornado cut the promo. You want to play the promo? Or? Uh, it's better left unsaid because you could just okay. see he's reading it off the fucking. He's reading off the prompter. He's reading off a fucking cue card, and uh, not not known for the for the promo. And I tell you, man, he was another one. He, he's a body guy in, in wrestling, but he he's just a charisma vacuum. He just as soon as he gets on the screen, it just. Grinds yeah, to a hole. He does the uh, flying discus punch as his finishing maneuver. And ironically, if you know anything about the Von Erich family, Kerry was actually a state champion discus thrower. Yeah. So this move was kind of like his homage to his high school, college uh, days. So, uh, yeah, definitely a, a vacuum fucking a charisma sucker. Um, Shaylin Nail sounds like the warden when I first started doing the promos. The, yeah. And then Chalen's, I actually met and got an autograph from Gary Stridham 30, 30 years ago in, in New York City. It was the same day I met and got an autograph from Mr. Perfect. Ah, very cool. There you go. Very cool. Matt Squire. So apparently Jay has been has been nine years old his whole life. <laughs> he thought that that was his real voice. <laughs> it was literally, I'm telling you, it's got to be, it had to be a number, like three years ago, four years ago. I was like, oh, what an idiot. 
We cut. We we go to a commercial break again. Yep. Come back to a uh, update from our pal Sean Mooney, oh, Channel yeah. Nine's own, in the event center, in the event center, and they're talking to the Canadian cop, yeah. the Mountie. The Mountie. See, he can dance and he can wrestle. Why? Because he's the Mountie. Okay, Jimmy, give him a cue. Okay, everybody. Bum ba bum. Bum ba bum, bum ba bum ba bum. I'm the mountain. <laughs> I'm handsome. I'm brave. I'm strong. Solar! Who do you think you are? Coming out nationwide and telling people, commanding people, and ordering people around. You are nothing but a sergeant. And you remember that. In my country, you'd be nothing but an hostage. I am the Maori, I'm Lord Order, and I'll show it to you one more time. Oh, yeah. If- <laughs> I tell you, that and also Virgil's promo is just... Oh, we'll play that. Guess what? Me. Oh. <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> w- one of the worst promos oh, ever. Oh, God, Virgil. One of the worst promos Loved ever. Loved it. You did, huh? Loved I'm sorry, uh, you loved it. I, I, I tell you, this was this was cool... Nostalgia. I had, you know, I was I was able to stay awake throughout the whole thing. I appreciate I had, that. Thank you. <laughs> I had 42 minutes to myself before I went to bed the other night. I was like, I'm watching this. Uh, Look at you being proactive. I mean, well, you're, yeah. you're you're a broadcast journalist now. You should every, be every now and then. It it it, it oozes out of me. Look at you oozing it. <laughs> anyway. Want to hear from Virgil? Yes, absolutely. All right. This give all gold. the people all around the world. A good hand because yours will be behind Virgil. Come on, man. 100% man because in the WWF, man, man. they got the top competition, man. man. And the top competition is mean and rough, man. man. So I got to be ready, man. They got these strange people coming in like Kamala in the jungle, man. Well, man. I love the jungle and I love the rumble, okay? They got this guy called Papa Shango, the witch doctor, and all this action, man. Guess what, man? I was born on Friday the 13th, Woo! so I'm ready for any kind of action. And now they got this convict they call Nails. Well, down on it, brother. I'm from the streets, and I love the rumble in the jungle, nails. So when it comes nails. down to it, any of you guys, I'm be here, ready. Guess what? Me. <laughs> Despite an imp- <laughs> and eight times he used the word man. Ready? Guess what? Me. Me. Oh, it's awful. Beautiful. God, awful. Oh, Virgil, what happened? Well, he's sick now, so yeah, let's keep him guy. in our prayers. Poor guy. He ain't. Uh, hey, he... listen. I don't want to say anything. Listen. He 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 served. You know, he did what he. Yeah. He had his he had his role on television, and I don't want to say anything. But he probably got paid after this in WCW. He definitely got paid. Oh. So. Yeah. I don't feel that. You know. I, I mean, we're dunking on him a little bit now, but man, that promo was just awful. All right, Jay. We'll go to a commercial break as usual. If you're watching Superstars on a Saturday morning. Yes. And your next match is a tag team attraction once again. Um, your 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 job guys. Oh, oh they, don't, they don't even they don't even mention them. This wasn't uh. Oh, they didn't on. announce them, but this is uh, the Beverly Brothers. Yeah, with uh, a poem from the Genius. Mike Samples and Scott Bailey. Listen to the Genius. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a poem. From the genius, the L.O.D. are sissies. That's the simple, honest truth. Their conduct is repulsive and predictably uncouth. Before the Beverly Brothers put an end to this disgrace, let the genius reassure you, this will help the human race. (laughs) 
Uh, so Bailey and Samples taking on Mean Mike, Enos, Wayne the Train, Bloom, aka Bo and Blake, Beverly. Uh, uh, I no one likes to. I used to love the Beverly Brothers because I I remember them as the Destruction Crew. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this was a, they no, had they had a devastating move. That that move yeah. is always. Always did look brutal. What did they call that? Do you know? You remember? I forget. Uh, well, I mean, we could fast forward to the when the uh, what do you call it? The uh, gimmick. What do you call it? The um, the oh, we call it. The, I forget what we, they call. We it. could fast forward to the to the. To but the, uh, but yeah, I I like the idea of them going to pick on the kid. Yeah, they take they take the, this kid. There's this little this little African American boy at ringside. He's wearing the yellow D uh, shoulder pads, the foam shoulder pads. Yep. The Beverly Brothers take the 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 pads off. Well, let's let's play it. They write LOS on it. Legion is, is sissies. By the way, partner, epic mullets, by the yes, way. Yes, and shake a height spike. Shake a height spike. That's it. what it's called. Right. But, yeah, excellent mullets. Uh, not so excellent team. They just, you know, they were, who knows what their gimmick was. They were just, you know, blonde, blonde, you know, mullets. So, the, yeah, and they, and they and they take the, they take, what's his face, samples, and they, they write LOS, they paint LOS on his chest and put a, and put a mohawk on him. Look Love like an animal. Love it. We go back to the, um, take a commercial break. Oh, no, we don't go to commercial break. I'm sorry. We go to the, uh, once again, Sean Mooney in the event center, and he's got, Kamala. Yep. I've been in the World First Wrestling Federation Santana, for a number of years, yes. and I've never seen more opportunity in the World Wrestling Federation than there is right now. There's a big race to the top. The World Heavyweight Championship, the Intercontinental title. Everybody gunning for that. You've got the likes of Shawn Michaels. You've got the Ugandan Giant. You've got the Papa Changos, and you can just go on down the line. It's tough. And only the strong survive. But not only do you have to be strong, you've got to be smart. And I guarantee you, El Matador, with the support of the fans throughout the world, I've got what it takes and what I need. And I want to thank you fans for being behind me always. Ole! Ole! Tito Santana has seen a lot of incredibly tough competitors come and go here in the WWF during his illustrious career. But I'm sure that El Matador would agree that never before have there been so many ruthless and devastating individuals competing in the singles ranks. That list would certainly include Kamala. Kamala! I told my friend Tim Shea here just the other day that the reason I wanted to have the mighty Kamala under my tutelage here in the World Wrestling Federation is simple. That Dr. Harvey Whippleman wants to take over the World Wrestling Federation. And the only way I can do that is to send Kamala in the ring to defeat all the top superstars, all the top luminaries of the WWF. <laughs> the Texas Tornado, El Matador, 
Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Ultimate Warrior. I have to give all you guys a lot of credit because you're not backing down. You're not showing me that you're scared, even though maybe you should be. But we will defeat you. And then, Macho Man Randy Savage, get ready because you're our ultimate goal because you're the one with the gold and I want it. Matt Squire is checking in. Remember to tell the Beverly Brothers part, Blake had the rake on his face. Oh. <laughs> and then, well, Tito cutting that promo, there was, a cor- there was a corner where nobody was selling oranges. Wow. <laughs> Chandler puts the bells with oh. Choppy's bells over there. So oh. we don't use Choppy's bell when he's not here. It just doesn't seem right. But, yes, <laughs> Chandler puts the bells up. Um, all right. Our next match... Oh, it gets better. It gets better, Jay. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Coming down the aisle from Kona, Hawaii. Oh, shaka bra. Shaka bra. It's Crush oh, fighting George Anderson, borrowing one of Tommy Rich's jackets. I was just going to say. <laughs> Were you going to say that? The early, no, the oh. early 90s yeah. members only jacket. Somebody <laughs> something about ring gear. <laughs> what you need, brother? Of course, man. You're an Anderson brother. You got, you can, you get that jacket on my on my baby face table. <laughs> I remember fighting your older brother Oli. <laughs> um, Crush, Crush opens up his uh, offense with a fucking with a with a jumping headbutt, right? Yeah. Oh. And then he and then he picks his poor slack slap uh, slag up there, and he fucking press slams him. Yep. Epic and, mullet, by the way. Yeah, another one. Really, actually, really. Brian Adams had a hell of a mullet, and. uh Another one pushing the uh, pushing the WBF championship. He's gonna be there with the fitness competition, yeah, brother. Hit, yeah, hit, hit, I want to see that booth. Him and him in the Texas tornado in yeah. that booth. Two two two, f- two fucking charisma. Two, two junkies. Two charisma drain draining characters. Yeah. Take take your supplements, brother. Okay, brother. <laughs> brother, <laughs> brother. Yeah. So Crush wins with the fucking with the squeezing of the head. Skull vice. The skull vice. Oh, I don't know. I forget what it was called, but all right. <laughs> but you see it. it he, first he does the fucking he does like the big uh, really nice leg drop by the way yeah right and then he then he does the the backbreaker and then he gets the guy up he press slams him again and then he does the the fucking the orange crush <laughs> and now now we go to the podium to our to uh choppy's uh, adversary He's mean gene one of the most bizarre men to ever enter the world wrestling federation ladies and gentlemen Papa Shango. Papa Shango. Well, this will be uh, interesting to say the least. No shit. I agree. You never know what to expect. This guy's made a believer out of a number of individuals in the WWF. They're all waiting for something, something to happen. I can tell you Mean Gene must be shaking in his boots at this moment. Size of this guy. (laughs) You know, recently, Papa Shango, you put that hex, that spell, that, that, that curse of yours on the ultimate warrior. And we all waited. Papa Shango will reign over the warrior's demise! <laughs> One of their best characters the ever. Yeah. Papa Shango, the ultimate warrior, was victorious over his opponent, seemingly unaffected 
by your curse, but all of a sudden and inexplicably, the ultimate warrior doubled up with an incapacitating abdominal pain. But there is more to the story. The next week, the ultimate warrior, standing, by the way, as close to me as you are right now, proclaimed himself free, free of your curse. When all of a sudden, this, this liquid, this evil goo began to trickle down his face, <laughs> totally covering his facade. He starts Papa vomiting up Dijon Mustard. Your dark spell <laughs> yeah, right. was felt by yet another opponent. I can't imagine for the life of me what this man must have felt when he found himself in the center of the ring with his feet on fire. And that evil goo, that evil goo all over. That's what she Papa said. Shango, yeah. I I've got to ask you. What is going on? Ultimate Warrior, how does it feel? Boonga, boonga. Not to be in control. Ultimate Warrior, how does it feel? Papa Shango has the same powers as a Chinese you buffet. Yeah. Have entered the dark world of Papa Shango. You have stepped into my black circle. And that circle is closing on you. <laughs> Thank God that's over. Mean Gene Ogrelin, thanking his lucky stars that nothing happened out there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is that? Black circles matter. Thanks, yeah. Rob. <laughs> Look, it's the curse of Papa Shango. What is going on? I have never seen anything like this before. Wow. Oh my god. Wonder if that explains Gene's bigger hand in, in the in in his recent years before he died. Me, I mean his his right that arm. Big, yeah, that big puffy hand. Yeah. Oh. Well, mean Gene got the goo in his arm, in his hand. Uh your next match is a tag team match. Kato and Kevin Kruger. Kato. I don't think it's the real Kato, by the way. Nah, that's not Paul Diamond, right? Can't be Paul Diamond. It doesn't look, you know, against High Energy. Yes. Owen Hart, the late great Owen Hart, and Coco Beware and Frankie, looking like fucking retarded stop signs. High High Energy gonna blast all blast all over the Nasty Boys. Oh yeah, and yeah. The promo. Yeah, let's play the promo. Well, let's play the Nasty Boys promo first, right? Hold on a second. Um, there's two promos, right? Let me just double check. The Nasty Boys and then the one for... Uh... There it is. Hold on. I'm just going to fast forward it for a second. 
That was dope. Look at this short circuit, high energy. I thought high energy kicked, uh, did a promo too. Yeah, they did. Where they said they're going to blast all over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to play that. Who cares? <laughs> all right. So um, that that goes over well for them. And then we go to the next match. Uh, the lady in the crowd's holding the fucking the, the Coco Beware doll. Yeah. The kids, all the kids are doing the flappy arms. Here comes Frankie. Those were terrible. Whoever dressed them should be shot yes. and fired from their job. I'm not going to shoot them. Let's just fire them. <laughs> but that drop kick off the top rope and into the... From the, like the heart attack? Yeah, into the fucking rolling fucking pin. That was a pretty good move, actually. Yeah. All right, Jay. Commercial break. We come back. Put your cereal away. Your mom's getting mad. You could have left the milk out on the counter. It's almost 45 minutes yeah. now. Cereal box is open. Yeah, close your, clean up your shit before your mom fucking gets mad. All right? We're, we're almost reaching to the end of the show here. <laughs> All right, coming to the ring. The Repo Man. Uh, I love it. By the way, this guy looked like a mixture between fucking Macaulay Culkin and Daniel and Brian Daniels. Oh, Dan Robbins? Yep. Yes. Dan Robbins uh, looking like he uh, works at a gas station on his off time. <laughs> yeah High Energy Outfit Sponsored by Traffic Keeper You are not lying Mr. Matt Squires You are not lying right, Repo Man is uh is doing his thing Goes outside the ring Yelling at the fucking Yelling at the camera He mm-hmm. cuts a promo too I want to get to that Against about, about, about the British Bulldog Let's take you now To the Repo Man Shall we? Here's what he had to say British on, Bulldog yeah. Not only am I the best Repo Man in the country I'm the <laughs> and as you have found out, there's no escape. You will obey me because I'm your master. <laughs> <laughs> Took Hammer to his first autograph session. He was little, like this is like ten years ago, in Queens at Royal Collectibles, and Demolition was there. Nice guys, but Smash made it known: do not mention or have me sign anything. Regarding Repo. Repo Man. Go figure. He hated the character. But he, but he, you know, not for nothing, but he, it's not like, it's not like he, he didn't do a bad job at it. It's, it, it's a shitty gimmick. Um, and, and then, and, and now my adult logic is like, you played a fucking Russian sympathizer. Yeah. During the fucking height of the fucking beef with us in Russia. Played a dominatrix. Guy yeah. with, with face paint, which yeah. was, I mean, listen, it's bad. It's his best character, but you tone down and you fucking and you getting mad. Well, he but this Repo is not his, man's not bad. He though. was blacktop bully after this, wasn't he? Oh yeah, I liked actually blacktop bully. Oh, because <laughs> I wonder why, Jay. <laughs> I, I I wonder why. Could it be? Could it be because he was a a golfer? <laughs> no, that was the that was his other character. Blacktop bully was the was the, he was the truck driver. Oh, that's right. That's he had right. he had the uh, he had the uh, match with Dustin Rhodes. They got Dustin Rhodes fired because because they 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 he bladed they bladed yeah. Um, but it's funny like you know he ties them up at the end of the match and rolls you know drags yeah, he's them hog around. tying them leg drop to the back of the neck. You know I mean, 
I I can see why, but dude, it's not it's not the worst gimmick. It's not the Red Rooster. Like we all could say that the Red Rooster is one of the worst gimmicks we've ever seen. Isn't it ironic that all these bad characters are great wrestlers? Yeah, because Barry Dawson is a great wrestler. Yeah. Terry Taylor is was regarded as one of the best underrated wrestlers ever. Yeah. Um, we go back to Sean Mooney in his last uh the event center. I love that. I love those jackets. Yeah. Man. Um, and he gets to talk to. My favorite tag team of all time. Yep. The Legion of Doom. The Row Warriors. You know, there's a lot of great tag teams here in the World Wrestling Federation. You got the Natural Disasters. You got Money Incorporated. You got the Beverly Brothers. And yeah. maybe you got the Nasty Boys. Maybe. But out of all these teams, there's only one great team, one number one, and that's the Legion of Doom. Tell them, Hawk. The WWF promotion. They set them up. Us, we knock them down. Tell them, Paul. <laughs> That's why I have returned to watch you, Jimmy Hart, and you, genius, just stick your nose in their business, and it'll be my business. <sighs> Considering the strong <laughs> words of caution used by Paul Ellering, he appears to be just as tough as the Legion of Doom. Which no shit. Yeah, I, I, that one thing I never liked about uh, WWF's, you know, kind of playing on them is that they, they, when you go to WWF, it's the first time you're ever there. They really kind of ignored the fact that Legion of Doom had outside experience, like like Paul. Paul that was Ellery, done on purpose, though. Of course, I, I, I get, I get why. And they didn't but, have Paul. They just brought Paul in at this yeah, point. Yeah, at WrestleMania eight and. That's like the that's like the idea of it. it's like oh Paul proven that he's just as tough as uh as uh the Legion of Doom It's like yeah he's been with him for fucking ten years, you know like that 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 yeah, that's... Vince didn't want him to use the Road Warrior moniker yeah and is... and they and they had the Legion of Doom as a stable mm-hmm. so they you know they used the Legion of Doom instead so yeah it makes perfect sense. Um, we carry on the the event center and we talk to the World Tag Team Champions. Yes, Money Incorporated. Yeah, with Jimmy Mount to the South Hot. Love these guys. Let's uh, let's take you right now to the back to the event center. It's first class on the planes. It's room service and limousines. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Jimmy. And I told you when you came you aboard that it would be first class all the, all the way. And that's what Money Incorporated is all about. Money, money, money. Money comes to money. That's why this team came together. And you think for one minute, natural disasters, that we're going to give up a lifestyle that I've always been accustomed to. Because if you two idiots, Black you think we're going to let you come in <laughs> at any price and take these belts away from us because these belts make Max money. Max Moon was the worst gimmick. Money for us. That might be it. That might be it. That might be it. All the luxury that we receive. It's tax deductible, and there's not a thing you can do about it. <laughs> the tag team champions and their managers' outrageous comments have enraged a number of superstars, like especially the natural disasters. Earthquake and typhoon have vowed, however, to make the like on paper. IRS should be a terrible gimmick, but it was it, the execution was fine. Those guys can work. The execution was fine. Max Moon, I think you know what I take that back. Max Moon is definitely one of the worst gimmicks. We'll see who's on next week, Jay. WF superstars will be the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. the Ugandan giant. Oh, yeah. To see action to square undefeated. Circle, yeah. Still undefeated, the Native American, Tatanka. And then nails the man who... Whoa, 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 whoa. 
wrestling once and he just he just debuted last week and now he's gonna have a match nails will be here also to join us in a special interview no less than the reigning wwf champion the macho man randy savage that's it that's it titan fade, sports copyright fade the black fade the black crazy i already got it queued up i already can't wait to watch next week <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like I said, I was thinking about it, and you know, you look at it, you're like, you know what, man? Like something like the, they have all these shows at our disposal. I was like, ah, this would be a really, you know, really dumb excuse to get this. I think primetime wrestling was still on at this time. It wasn't. Yeah, primetime wrestling was still on in '92. Hey, you leave the missing link alone. I like the missing link. <laughs> Dewey Robinson. I just watched the house show with him, a few house shows with him last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we're going to do a couple of more of these yeah. to build up to SummerSlam 92. Because th- there was no Saturday night's main event. They kind of started slowing them down at this point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so there was there's really no tether from WrestleMania to, uh, to um, SummerSlam except for the, the syndicated shows. Right. So we're going to try, you know, I, and... You know they had stuff with the house, you know the the house shows and what have you. But yeah, this was the only TV that they had was syndicated. <sighs> yeah, everybody loves it. Thank you guys, I appreciate that. Everybody, yeah. everybody loved that. I, I, you know what? It was nice because, um, again, I was still in high school and I remember like just, you know, just at this point having a social life and trying to balance this all in. Now, you know, well, like you said, I'm I'm seven, eight years old. Right. I'm eating I'm eating my morning cereal. No, no, I'm still eating cereal. Yeah, I'm, I, I still do it. Fucking yeah. forty eight, but no, I I this was my mom. Put the fucking milk away, asshole. Yeah, until it go bad, and then close the fucking cereal box. You can't do. It. And then of course, I I still I'm I'm seventeen, sixteen. I still want the prize. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm like. But you know, look at the bag. Look at the box. It's all fucking. Ba- it's you. Oh, it's all out of shape now. I want yeah. the fucking prize. <laughs> my sister didn't want it. I wanted it. Yeah. So if my sisters didn't want it, they got first dibs. I took it. You know. The, uh, but yeah, this was and this was and there's a lot of action. I mean, not, you know, it's not great matches like you have these days, but you it told the story. It it just progressed it forward, and they would always co- do the callbacks, do do recaps, and I loved it. I like I said, I watching this. It was a quick quick watch. Um. You know, pretty fast. You know, not not much. I thought there'd be a little hint of what's going on with Bulldog, but Bulldog was was uh, feuding with with Repo Man at this point. So that'll be in the coming weeks. That'll that'll culminate, and then Shawn Michaels. And I was looking for the for the ladder match. That's that happens in July, the ladder match between Brett and Shawn. Uh uh-huh. That was on the most unusual matches, like the first WWF ladder match. Is that on the network? Is that on the cock? It's on, it's on, yeah, it's on the cock. Okay. So. I also will have to. We'll be playing that as well. Play some, yeah, we'll pull some stuff out. Let's so. get the hell out. Any, any other thoughts before we head out of here? That'd be it, bro. All right, guys. Anchor.fm is the spot right now for all of our stuff. I mean, you can still go to TermicalThrowbacks.com. Click on the links there for, our, for our friends. And, uh, of course, we, we sold the shirt last week. Thank you, Aline. Um... Yeah, go buy a shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Tumblr Throwbacks. And, um, again, we're looking for a logo for the for the, for our T-shirt for the 10th anniversary. I'm leaning towards a cartoony thingy going on. Like I, I, I look for, I'm looking for an artist who can draw. So I have an idea. Hit me up. And I got some ideas with Matt, too, on, on, a, on a back burner. All right? Guys, have a great rest of your week. We love you. Be safe. Take care. Comb your hair. Don't fucking get the clap. Don't get arrested. Uh-huh. And uh, don't be a jerk-off, more importantly. Yes. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.